Hey, it's EDB, that's Eric Deshaun Barrett, and as we kick off this day 16 of month 4, 2023, this Sunday, if you please, it's a great opportunity to celebrate Divine Mercy Sunday, also known as the Feast of Divine Mercy, which is a thousand years old. However, the official recognition of the day was only authenticated in 2000 by Pope John Paul number two and declared it to be celebrated the Sunday after Easter. The significance of the day can be attributed to a Polish nun, St. Faustina Kowalska who died in 1938 in Kroskow at age 33 after suffering from tuberculosis. Before her death, she was born, of course, in 1905. She served her parish well and communed with Jesus on several occasions where he communicated with her that he wished to be quote, a refuge and a shelter for all souls, and especially for poor sinners, end quote. St. Faustina, also known as the Secretary of Divine Mercy. A Divine Mercy is a space specifically designated for those who feel unworthy of God's love and Jesus' acceptance. Quote, I was, I pour out a whole ocean of graces upon those souls who approach the fount of my mercy, end quote. Divine Mercy Sunday provides a specific day on which people from all walks of life can humble themselves before God and ask for his mercy love and forgiveness, which he grants to all those who are willing to ask for it. It is also about forgiveness and mercy, how Jesus offered his to us and how we should act in kind throughout our lives. Speaking of divine mercy and asking for forgiveness. It's a great opportunity now to take a personal pause, to have what I like to call internal prayer. That internal prayer seeks to just allow yourself. Some folks will look at it if they have the Apple Watch or Fitbits or Samsung or some other device that tracks your movements and different types of moment of self-care. They can push that button or on the Apple Watch more specifically, pardon me, because that's the one that I know uh, more personally. On that Apple Watch, you can press that meditation, that mindful app and open up that moment where it's called, I like to, well, it's called breathe. I like to call it breathe, but it's actually called breathe. We in agreement. Hit that button, put a few moments on the clock and just sit there. Everything that you exhale or you inhale, should I say, you begin with an inhale and then you complete it with an exhale. 
that inhale takes everything that you're trying to gather up all of your hurts all of your pains all of your stresses all of your struggles gather all of those up and then allow the spirit to get rid of them and in that exhale it's symbolic of him throwing all of those things away in the trash that's also the opportunity when we inhale to ask for forgiveness when we inhale to bring in our concerns, to bring in our thoughts, to bring in our struggles, bring all of those sins and trespasses, if you will. And then once you bring them in with that lovely inhale then exhale, let them have it. My dear Mama Bell is going to play for us right quick. And while she's doing so, that'd be a great opportunity for you to focus on that, if you please. track you just heard comes from the artist known as Isaac Watts. Mr. Watts was the son of a schoolmaster born in Southampton, July 17, 1674. He is said to have shown remarkable achievements in childhood beginning the study of Latin in his fourth year and writing respectable verses at age seven. At age one six, he went to London to study in the academy of Reverend Thomas Rowe, an independent minister. In 1698, he became assistant minister of the independent church, Berry Street. London. In 1702, he became 
its pastor. In 1712, he accepted an invitation to visit Sir Thomas Abney at his residence in Abney Park. And at Sir Thomas's pressing request, made it his home for the remainder of his life. It was a residence most favorable for his health and for the prosecution of his literary labors. He did not retire from ministerial duties, but preached as often as his delicate health would permit. The number of Watts publications were very large. His collected works first published in 1720 embraced sermons, treaties, poems, and hymns. My friends, today we celebrate as we have heard the story of Mr. or Reverend Dr. Isaac Watts. This is his story, my friends. Most importantly, this is his story. If you have your Bibles open to 2 Chronicles 7, we'll read verses 12 through 22. Then the Lord appeared to Solomon at night and said to him, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a temple of sacrifice. If I shut the sky so there is no rain, or if I command the grasshopper to consume the land, or if I send pestilence on my people and my people who bear my name 
humble themselves, pray and seek my face and turn from their evil ways. Then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sin and heal their land. My eyes will now be open and my ears attentive to the prayer from this place. And I have now chosen and con consecrated this temple so that my name may be there forever. My eyes and my heart will be there at all times. As for you, if you walk before me as your father David walked, doing everything I have commanded you, and if you keep my statues and ordinances, I will establish your royal throne as I promised your father David. You will never fail to have a man ruling in Israel. However, if you turn away and abandon my statues and my commands that I have set before you, and if you go and serve other gods and bow and worship to them, then I will uproot Israel from the soil that I gave them and this temple that I have sanctified for my name, I will banish from my presence. I will make it an object of scorn and ridicule among the people. As for this temple, which was exalted, everyone who passes by will be appalled and will say, why did the Lord do this to this land and this temple? Then they will say, because they abandoned the Lord God of their ancestors who brought them out of the land of Egypt. They clung to other gods and bowed in worship to them and served them. Because of this, he brought all this ruin on them. I have read in your hearing again, the second book of Chronicles, chapter 7, verses 12 through 
with that, my friends, I thank you for connecting. And if you are as excited as I am, feel free to connect to everyone you can. There are multiple ways to do so, either live or via the phone replay or on demand via Hey, It's EDB Meditations, wherever you get your podcasts. So please connect others, maybe reconnect yourself, especially if you liked it. You know, you just let it play on repeat. Awesome sauce. Awesome sauce. I leave you now and I do so by thanking you. I thanking you for thanking for loving, for caring for your friends and your families, for sharing this with your communities, and most importantly, for praying, not just for the people who lace up the uniform of these states united, not just for the people who put on the badge and service our streets, but servicemen, first responders, officers, people all over this world. They're human beings. Hmm? Thank you for caring. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for praying. And we'll do this again, unless you're going to go and let the thing reloop again, especially for those people who are listening to this on the phone. It's probably going to replay. If if you're listening to somewhere else, then, you know, you might want to replay. Just, just go ahead and do it again. You know, you love it. All right. And we'll, again, we'll do this again. Lord willing and the crick don't rise. Till then, for me and mine, unto you and you. Laters.